0: Servant Warrior Radio. Real, radical, relentless, relevant. This is Servant Warrior Radio. Hello, welcome to the Servant Warrior Radio podcast. Jeff Circe here, and I talked a couple of weeks ago about that. That I'm there are very few subjects that I will not dive into that we're not that we will not address here on the the podcast and we're going to look at one today and and this is something that that really. Uh, uh, you know i am I'm, I'm in the middle of it literally every single day as a student uh, and as a teacher of government and economics and politics and all the the interwoven parts and uh and and the interrelatability of of the decisions that we make as as producers and consumers and and just thinking about where we are as a country and the direction that we're going and what I hear uh all across the board and and what I hear just you know from various aspects. Um, within the actual um, population and, you know, within, within government and within uh, just, just across the board, uh, I, it, it is becoming more and more apparent that I don't, I don't think that people actually understand um uh, the I don't think they understand how things work, and and that's not a slight on anybody. It's not a slight at all. But I, but I think as as we we have these conversations and and to listen to to people say that they want this type of system, they want to do this, and they want to do this, that they don't really understand how it all fits together. And so what I want to do is I want to spend a couple of minutes, and I want you to hang with me because this is one of those that that, that I really think that we need to spend more time thinking about how things work. About the system in which we live in here in the United States, uh, and, and the economic system that is completely incompatible with another economic system that be, has become so prevalent in, in the discussions by those by those in government and and really people uh, across our country, it is so, so. Here it is: capitalism and socialism are completely incompatible. You cannot insert one into another. You either have to do one or you have to do the other. They don't actually work together. And I think that is a huge distinction and and there's a huge reality check that that we have to to grab a hold of. And I want to get into that a little bit more um, as we talk through. So if this is your first time to listen to the Servant Warrior Radio podcast, welcome. I I don't take for granted the, the fact that you are spending a portion of your only non-renewable resource listening to this podcast, because the time that you spend doing this, the time that you spend doing anything else, you cannot get that time back. And so I I don't take that for granted. And I want to make sure that the things that that I talk about here um, are are worthwhile and are relevant uh, and with hopefully going to make an impact and hopefully going to provide some perspective or maybe even give a little bit of uh, of insight into things that are going on. I mean, that that is my overall goal uh, and hope and desire. So we're we're going to talk about capitalism, and we're going to talk about this this thing that we love to dive into called equity. Now every. Every economic system, every government, they have, especially here in a free market system here in the United States and other countries, that have market economies, okay? Market being that the two uh, prominent players within the economy are producers and consumers. That's, that's about as far as we're going to dive into as it relates to the nuts and bolts of an economic lesson. But I think it's important. I, I, th- I think that there are far too many people that don't quite understand how things work. So I do want to make sure I make that distinction. And so the, the one of the the goals the broad social goals of any market economy you know, you've got you've got economic stability and economic growth I mean you want to make sure that that your your your, your actual the economies themselves are stable and that they don't grow too fast or they don't shrink too fast you want to make sure that, that they're fairly even you want to have security uh, you, you know you want to have freedom certainly here in the United States and uh, and, and in, in any other market economies you want to have levels of economic freedom where we as as individuals as at, at, People, we get to decide, not the government, but that we get to decide how we make our money, how we spend our money, how we invest our money, how we use that resource that we have. One of the other broad social goals of any economy, and this is always one with the asterisk because this one is much more subjective, is called economic equity. This is really where we get into the, what we deem fair because there are two distinct camps i think that 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 people resided and this was where I always love when I, when I talk about this, uh, it, it, it always sparks controversy uh, and I always get a whole lot of, a lot of backlash and commentary, but, but I, I want to be able to provide a little bit of perspective and I want to explain uh, the position. And this is that part where we as, as people, uh, as citizens of the United States, just as, as individual human beings, th- there's a point whether we agree with something or not that we have to grasp the reality of a truth that exists. And I know it, it just this is something that we'll discuss in future episodes of on the Servant Warrior Radio podcast right here is this thought of the subjectivity of truth is that truth is whatever we decide it is, whatever it is today. This is what I believe truth is. And so this is what we're going to go with. There are elements of things that from an ideological perspective, whether we agree or disagree on the basis that there are some some truths that we have to grab a hold of. Okay, I mean, I, I want to make sure that, that we at least we at least agree on that. Uh, whether you agree with with what I'm about to say uh, or not, but there, I, th- I think that there is a, a point that that we kind of get lost in this, and, and we, we, we sometimes go through life with blinders on. It's like the when the, when our brakes in our cars start to squeak, we don't immediately go and see about getting them fixed. A lot of times, we'll just turn the radio up. Right, and and as, as the squeak gets louder, we turn the radio up louder until the point that we know we better uh, address this, or the brakes may not stop. And so sometimes we we have this. We we have this approach that we kind of we as 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 human beings a lot of times, but but as people here in the United States, sometimes we just go through life with blinders on That because, oh, I don't want to think about that. It doesn't exist. So I'll pretend it doesn't or I'll ignore it to the point. So I, I think that there's this reality that we've got to get a hold of that there are some truths and really there are some levels of economic truths in the decisions that that we make and the incompatibility of systems so let's get back to this thing we uh, i i talked a little bit briefly about this broad social goal of an economy and about this thing we call economic equity and this really where it comes down to what we believe what someone believes is fair and unfair Now, when we think about social programs, I mean the the overall goal when we talk about the government intervention is to try to level out, you know, level out the playing field. And what these what social programs go to do is to provide um, a a supplement to. To to those who may have less than others, to to try to provide a little bit of equality, if we want to use that term, uh, to others. When we think about you know food stamps and those who who don't have as much, and and we need assistance with groceries or maybe with rent or housing or, or whatever it is, that is this a part of this umbrella that we like to call and one of the broad social goals of this economic equity. But really what, what economic equity and the, just the term equity comes down to are, are really two distinct camps. One of the camps is what we believe, uh, we talk about fair, is that economic equity equals, is, is the same thing as equal outcome. Others believe that economic equity is equal opportunity. Now, the two could not be more diametrically opposed to each other, even though when we talk about this and and there are people here in the United States believe that that economic opportunity right as an a, a means of economic equity that the equal opportunity does not exist in the United States. So I'm going to say something here and you can probably turn me off if you want to and that's 100% up to you but I think if you look at it and and we take it we have some intellectual courage around this that we'll have to agree that that it is absolute truth. Anyone in this country can be whatever they want to be. Economic okay when we talk about equal opportunity exists no matter who you are in this in this country. Everyone has the same economic opportunities. This is the one where people usually go high into the crazy, right? And I I don't mean that derogatory. I just mean high into the crazy because they go, certainly that's not true. Uh, Some people come from this and some people have this. And I understand. Here's the difference. Everybody's circumstances are not the same, but that does not diminish the economic, the opportunities that exist, and I think if we start to really go down the road that because of circumstances and we try to fit the circumstance into the opportunity or we try to 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 fit the circumstance uh, and and make that as a barrier to an opportunity that, that as somehow that, that diminishes uh, the, the level of opportunity. and it doesn't. And actually what it does is when we talk about the fact that that, that some people within, within a country does not have, they do not have the same opportunity as others, no, that, that, is, that is categorically false. What is absolutely true about that statement is that everybody's circumstances are not the same. And we're going to get into that a little bit more. But I want to talk about this thing about how incompatible capitalism and socialism are in the same house. They cannot exist together. It doesn't, right? Two things that go great together. I love the you know, peanut butter and chocolate and peanut butter and jelly and all these other things. You know, we think about, I love all the commercials. Here's what doesn't happen. Capitalism and socialism, they don't work. They, they cannot exist in the same house. You cannot have both. Here is a here is a truth that people uh, sometimes don't want to accept, but it. Until they accept it, they're going to keep banging their head against the wall, okay? We can't have all that we want. We can't have whatever cell phone that we want. We can't have whatever car. We can't have whatever the clothes we want. We can't eat wherever it is and and eat whatever type of food we want. We we can't get that overnight Amazon order. We can't pop on Amazon and all of a sudden get that, that shipment tomorrow and have equal outcomes. It doesn't work. It, it, it's completely incompatible. The only reason that we can get essentially whatever we want, whenever we want, is due to the fact that someone is willing to produce it. And more importantly, someone is willing to be compensated for it. This is really as it comes down to. The, and we start to talk about the root of capitalism, the basis of capitalism is the profit motive. It is well, why do people start businesses? To make money. I mean, let's call it what it is. Okay, the basis of capitalism is to meet a need or a want that exists and then to be paid for it, to receive some type of compensation for it. Here's a reality and here is a truth. Whether you choose to accept it or not, it doesn't diminish the level of truth that exists in it. Everybody, I don't care what it is, and I'm actually going to get into this a little bit deeper in in a, in a couple of other episodes of the podcast, but everyone, regardless of what you're doing, everyone operates with their own self-interest at the forefront. Let me repeat that. Everyone operates with their own self-interest at the forefront. Now, we're, I, like I said, I'm going to get into it a, a, a whole lot deeper in subsequent episodes of the podcast, but that is it. Regardless of, of what we do, when we buy things, when we produce things, it is in our own self-interest. When, whatever decisions that we make, while we may be doing it for somebody else, it's still, there's a, we're making that decision in our own best interest. And people are like, no, Jeff, that's not true. Oh, I'd I love to give to the poor. i love to, to donate to charity. Okay, well, that's great. Why do you donate to charity? Well, because I want to give those less fortunate. I want to give them something. Okay, but what do you get out of it? Oh, I don't get anything out of it. No, that, that that's that's not true. What do you get out of it? Well, I, 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 I feel good about when I do that. Great. So, in other words, your charitable giving, the fact that, that you're giving to somebody else is absolutely admirable and is something that is absolutely direly needed in our in our society for people to give to other people that's really what it's it it actually cures more social ills and addresses more social issues uh, than, than any government or any other entity we'll get in we'll talk a little bit more about that in future episodes but at the end of the day you're giving to somebody yes you're you're giving to somebody else because they need it but you are receiving something in return if you didn't get anything in return you wouldn't do it and I think that's the motive part. Sometimes we look, We we say, "Oh, I'm, I'll do this and this." I, oh, oh no, I don't do it for that. I don't. I don't give so I can make money. I give so because I want to give. No, you give because it makes you feel good. The fact that you're giving that that is a great thing. But you do receive something out of it. So when we get and we talk about capitalism, it is in the best interest of producers, those who provide goods and services, to produce a good or service that people want. Otherwise, there's no reason to produce it. I mean, think of, all the, think of all the different pair of shoes. Think about the number of shoes that you can buy. I mean, just think about the different styles. Obviously, the reason why there are countless, I mean, I, I, when I say countless, I, can, I can't even think about a number of the different types and sizes and colors and all that of shoes that exist globally. The reason why somebody is willing to produce it is because somebody is willing to buy it. Nobody is make; they're not making things and giving those things away. At some level, they are making some money on it. Now, here's the thing. Here's the, here's a, a, a truth and something that you got to grab on Okay, so if, if, if you're driving, here's what, I'm, uh, here's what I'm going to ask that you do. If, if your blood's already boiling and you're screaming at this and you're already even thinking about turning this thing off, don't. But, but I, you, you may want to find another lane to get into or you may just want to pull over um, and, and hear what I'm about to say. Because here is the thing. So many love to demonize the profit motive and the desire for more. I hear it all the time: greedy, greedy, greedy. Oh, corporations are just greedy. People are just greedy. Greedy, greedy, greedy. Right? I, I here's the thing: I find it so unbelievably and incredibly ironic and hypocritical. Sorry, but I'm going to say it. Find so the the, the level of hypocrisy that exists for those who criticize criticize capitalism by demanding and promoting socialism and socialistic ideals right talking about egalitarian equal outcomes everybody should be getting uh, everybody should be getting the same nobody should have more but they do it and they promote it and they scream and yell it on cell phones and through social media both of which are the crown jewels of capitalism I'm sorry if you've got an iPhone 10, iPhone 12, I think the new iPhone 13 is coming out, and you are screaming how horrible and bad big companies are and how bad capitalism is and how we need to go to a more socialistic economy. You're you're doing it uh, on the very mechanism that screams of capitalism. Because capitalism, when you think about it, people don't create something unless somebody is willing to buy it. And the only reason why you have an iPhone 10, 11, 12, 13, eventually have an iPhone 20, is because the other competitors, the Samsungs and all the other phones, are innovating and they're updating their uh, phones and they're providing more features and more benefits. And, and Apple's saying, well, okay, well, we've got to now upgrade. We've got to get this super uh, camera on it that we can make movies with. Come on, that, that is the essence of capitalism. That is, the epi- that is the essence of capitalism. Like it or not, accept it or not, it doesn't diminish the truth and the reality of the statement. The ability and accomplishment of producing a good or service that people want should be accompanied by a compensatory aspect that meets the desire of the producer. Come on now. I mean, that's it. You know, if if you really want something and and you really want it and they put a price tag on it and you pay it, there we go. They have you have met that that's called voluntary exchange. If you want to get into uh, discussions of economics, you are willing to 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 hand over the money uh, a, and you're willing to give the amount that's been asked for by the producer, because obviously they deem that amount to be is going to meet whatever needs or desires or goals that they want to accomplish. And you both do it right. That's that's the way this thing works. Otherwise, we as consumers, we're not going to get what we want. Because here's another reality and a fact. And whether you choose to agree with it or believe it doesn't diminish the the truth of the statement. The better at producing what people want, we, the better at companies and producers are at producing the things that we want, the more money they make. Whether you like that or not, it doesn't diminish the, the truth behind it. The reward has to be commensurate with the risk associated with it. Think about this. Think about what it takes. And I think that people have this, this thought process that they will oh, go out and start a business and make millions of dollars. If it was that easy, everybody would do it. Nobody would be working for anybody else. Everybody would have their own business. Here is another truth that we're going to get into. And I, I, I've shared a couple with you. And, and if your blood hasn't been boiling up to this point, there's a pretty good chance it may go over the top and spill off onto the stove. Now, here is a reality. Inequality exists. It has always existed. It will always exist. Inequality will always, always, always exist, even in socialistic economies where the and there's just the basis of socialism is 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 egalitarian. Equality-based, everybody gets the same, equal outcomes. Nobody has more than the other, you know, power to the people, everything else. Even socialistic economies have inequality. I'm sorry, whether you choose to believe that or not, it is irrelevant. It absolutely exists. In socialistic economies and communist countries, the elite have. The masses have not. Period. Period. That's the way it works. This this is why we cannot have capitalism and socialism in the same house. Again, it cannot coexist. The two are so diametrically opposed to each other that it doesn't work. Capitalism provides equal opportunity. Where the reward of producing a good or service that is desired by consumers is the byproduct of the risk, the work, and the sacrifice involved ask any entrepreneur that that has had any level of success the reason they have been successful is the fact that they are good at providing a good or service that somebody wants to buy that's it if it, i can I, I can't think of the the examples of times that people say oh i'm never going back to that place the food is bad the service is bad Okay, that's great. You don't have to. But, but think about it. The, the, those restaurants that provide great food and great service. People go and people stand in line. Ever seen a Chick-fil-A? I mean especially now after the COVID thing and, and half of the they're they're stored there inside the dining rooms or not I mean you you see literally see laps and laps of, of cars around Chick-fil-A's. One, they provide a good they provide good service. They provide good product that people are willing to wait in line for an hour for a chicken sandwich. If the food was bad, if the service was bad, we wouldn't wait in line. But Here's the, here's the reality. The reason why Chick-fil-A, the reason why we have all these different chicken places, why well, we got Popeye's and Zaxby's and all the other places, is because we want options. We as consumers demand options. When we, re- when we lose our options, when somebody else is controlling, when, when the producers and consumers are not controlling what people make and buy, when somebody else does that, then our options are completely limited and wiped off the board. That is a fact. Welcome to socialism. That is a fact. Capitalism provides equal opportunity. Like it or not. That is it. Everyone in this country has equal opportunity to succeed or fail. To be anything that they choose or desire. But here's the thing. That, here's what's not provided by capitalism. And I mentioned it earlier. Equal circumstances do not exist. But that exists in life. There's a reason why we think about education, there's a reason why you have A's and there's a reason why you have F's. There's a reason why everybody doesn't get an A and everybody doesn't get an F. Level of work, level of commitment, level of sacrifice, the, the choices that one makes to, to succeed at whatever endeavor they're trying to succeed at. That is a Truth that is the basis of of our system here in the United States, whether it's academics, whether it's it's entrepreneurial whether well on the economy side, whether it's providing a service, whatever it is inequality exists and and that which we put into it is that which we should get out of it. That is it. If everybody gets the same, there is no incentive to work harder. There's no incentive to put in extra effort. There's no incentive to provide you or me, us consumers, a better product. If there wasn't a profit motive incentive that Apple would receive by upgrading their phones, we would never have an iPhone 12 or a 10 or even an 8 or even a 6. We would have never gone past flip phones. Matter of fact, we'd have never had flip phones. We'd have never gone past the actual rotary dials. The only reason why we have push button phones is because it takes 15 minutes to dial a long distance number. On those old rotary phones, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go Google rotary phone. You'll see it. If, if If you're less than 45 years old, you probably have no idea what a rotary phone is, but I encourage you to go do that. Like it or not capitalism works like it or not you exist you if you are listening to this right now you have a choice to turn it off you have a choice to you, you listen you're not lacking in choices of podcasts that you are list, that you can listen to that's it you're not lacking in choices of things that you can go buy and eat You're if you go on amazon and just google stuff whatever it is don't even type in any word just take i want to buy mm, and then you're going to see astronomically Um, an astronomical amount of stuff that you can buy the whole reason why there is there is because somebody's willing to produce it because somebody is willing to buy it that is it let's tap this i want to hit on the equal outcome versus equal opportunity one more time before we jump because here's the deal Like it or not, accept it or not, again, does not diminish the fact that everyone in this country, everyone in the United States has equal opportunity to succeed or fail. Everyone has the same opportunity to be anything they choose or desire to be. And if we say anything to the contrary, it absolutely diminishes and negates any success that anybody has, especially someone who comes from circumstances that are not ideal. Then when when you, you hear they've overcome this, overcome this and overcome this and overcome this and overcome this and overcome this to be success stories and to succeed at whatever it is. If we say that equal opportunity to, does not exist, then we absolutely negate any success that anybody ever has. Sorry, that is a fact, that is a truth, like it or not, that's just the way that it is. The reality is that some have circumstances that are more challenging than others, but the circumstances, regardless of what people like to think or believe, do not diminish nor remove the aspect of equal opportunity. By the way, in socialist economies, not only is there a lack of equality, because inequality exists. As a matter of fact, the elite and the small number of people in socialistic economies, they have. Everybody else, they have not. But here's what doesn't exist in a socialistic economy, the opportunity to have at least here in a capitalistic economy, if you don't have, you have the opportunity to change those and to have. When we change and we go from capitalism and a free market economy and levels of economic freedom that we have to a controlled and a command economy where somebody else is making the decisions for us, our opportunities go away. So here's the bottom line, and I'll wrap this thing up. If you want something, do what is necessary. Get to work. Create opportunities. Take advantages of those that exist because they do. It, opportunities exist. As a matter of fact, like the government or not, they do create programs and they do create benefits and they do create uh, these different things. We call these set-asides. And, and if you want to know if there are reasons why you have all the different um, categorical uh, pieces that when you are applying to this, if, if you are a certain race, if you're a certain gender, if you have a certain background, if you have a certain experience level, if you're a veteran, if you're non veteran if, if, if you're disabled, non all these different things, all right. Those do pre- provide opportunities. There are opportunities out there. Okay, so you know, if if, if you don't have what you want, change. If you don't have. If the circumstances are not what you like, change the circumstances. Again, the lack of of of. of The lack of the equality in circumstances do not negate the lack of opportunities that exist. Like it or not, capitalism and opportunity have significant accountability and responsibility attached to them. That is it. If you want more, earn it. Do what is necessary to get it. If you're always holding out your hands expecting to get something for nothing, be very careful. It just may be a poop sandwich. Hey, thanks for listening. Until next time, keep it real, radical, relentless, and relevant. This has been Servant Warrior Radio.